0: You got the it
1: strongest soldiers, so it's, it's never over. Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure. Even on the days you're moving slow and can't seem to focus. You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it. Know you question life a couple times, but it's okay you growing. Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it. Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it.
2: Welcome, kings and queens, to One Sick Bee. I am your host, One Sick Bee. Here at One Sick Bee, we don't cry, we thrive, we don't whine, we whine. The definition of One Sick Bee is a strong individual that faces or fights through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, which you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Today, I am so blessed to have a guest named Nidia. She's all the way from Mumbai, India, to give us some pointers. She is intuitive coach, business coach. And she also has chronic illnesses. But first of all, welcome, BD to One Sick B. How are you doing today?
0: I'm excited. I'm super excited.
2: Thank you. How are you doing? First of all, how have you been doing with the new norm over? How is it different, different, like different from over in India versus over in America uh, with this new norm with COVID? How has it affected you? Um, it's
0: been. I mean, it's pretty much the same. I think. COVID has, has been pretty homogeneously scary for everyone globally. So it's been pretty much the same here. Uh, India has been really, really strict with, because of our high population and because people are fairly rule abiding. So we have a lot of masks, um, like throughout there, there was no freedom like USA that you may or may not wear the mask. There was no such thing, it was compulsory. And that's why even with like the second largest population, we had really manageable numbers of COVID um, in India. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been as wild for me personally. It's been amazing because I had just gotten married before COVID, so I got to spend a lot of quality time with my partner, with my in-laws. We played a lot of board games and wow. just just bonded like. otherwise wouldn't have happened considering everybody would be in their jobs all day long so I think it was a great bonding experience Um, I started my coaching business because COVID happened I couldn't do my previous business anymore I was in another business before so COVID led me to my path COVID led me to have an amazing bond with my family Um, and of course COVID also led me to discover so much of who I am when everything else is stripped away so for me honestly it's been amazing minus me falling sick multiple times because of COVID but I think that's common to everybody that's not really unique but in terms of yeah. uniqueness I think it's been really great for my business it's been really great for my relationships not so great for my health but that's that's okay that's a part of our story.
2: Yes yes uh one reason why I love Needy is has three chronic illnesses. And I'm gonna have allow her to give us a background on these chronic illnesses because they are interesting uh, that we see over here in America, but the way they manage, the way she takes care of herself. So Nina, can you please give Mariah Kings and Queens, um an introduction to these chronic illnesses and how you survive through them and what are the therapies that are possible for them? Yes, so the first,
0: uh, the first, illness that I was ever diagnosed with was hypothyroidism, which is pretty common, most people would be knowing it. Um, it's where your thyroid gland is underperforming. And the standard protocol in a Western medicine or allopathic medicine is basically you artificially take the thyroid as a pill, and that's what I thought was the only option. So since ninth grade, that's what I used to do, without really realizing that thyroid, uh, 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 an underfunctioning thyroid gland, can affect your skin. It can affect your other hormone uh, hormones and their balance completely. And I was never told this growing up, so I didn't know. I just thought it's very simple. All I have to do is take a pill to supplement the thyroid that's not being produced in my body, and that's about it, right? Uh, but I ended up realizing that. Um, having hypothyroidism can lead you to have other autoimmune illnesses much more easily. Your autoimmune response is much lower because of the underfunctioning thyroid gland, right? So that was obviously unknown to me. Um, you know, autoimmune illnesses were not as—I mean, in the 90s, nobody really talked about the connection between multiple illnesses and you know all of that. It was more like have an illness, take a pill, right? So. Um, that was my first experience with illness. So as a child, I didn't quite understand people. People were really hawing and oh my God, you're so young, you're going to disease, like how are you going to manage, et cetera. But I really wasn't scared. I was pretty courageous. I was like, what's the big deal? It's just the pill, get over it, right? So that was my first response to my first illness. Um, The second illness that I got was eczema or some people call it atopic dermatitis, which is basically like a skin condition. It's It's varying degrees for different people.
2: Um, Yeah, I suffer with uh, eczema, especially during the winter.
0: Yes, it can affect during winter. It can be affected by by stress. It can be affected by generational patterns. So let's say psoriasis, arthritis, eczema, all of these are all linked and they're all connected to thyroid as well. Like you have a reduced immune response, which is why your immune system attacks itself, right? So um, I had eczema since uh, I was 10 years old um without realizing that my peer environment had a huge role to play in, in my breakouts like I used to not feel like I belong um in school I felt like I was always different um I um uh, no wonder I ended up becoming a coach at at the age of 25 um so uh, yeah I was always different I felt different but it kind of I, my body couldn't really process feeling like she didn't belong feeling like I was an outcast feeling like you know, teachers didn't get me. They would always be telling me, you talk too much, you back answer. You're too rebellious. There were so many labels put on me. So I think that's how my body really manifested the illness uh, where it, I was always itchy and feeling restless and annoyed all the time. Um, but now when I look back, my inner child just felt really restricted, frustrated and unable to express herself. And that's when hypothyroid came about, which is the under functioning of the thyroid gland, which is from where you communicate. So when I didn't feel like I could express myself, that's when that manifested. And when I felt very frustrated with my surroundings, that's when eczema um, came up for me. So I think both my illnesses were very linked to my external surroundings. Of course, there are genetic factors, but um, that's when my second uh, disease of eczema manifested. Um, And then the third one was vitiligo or vitiligo, people pronounce it differently around the world, which is basically where um, your skin stops producing melanin, which is the pigment that colors your skin. So for example, if people are brown skin, right, it would create like, let's say white patches. People can see that like in the video now. I mean, you can see that, I think. Um, right. And I had those on different parts of my body. And this is something you cannot control. Just like eczema, you, any parts of your body can itch at any point of time. Similarly with vitiligo or vitiligo, the patches can come up at any area of your body. It can spread to your whole body in a matter of six months. It can stay exactly the way it is at one spot and not expand so it, it's really based on your luck how much it spreads across your body uh-huh. and um, as per western medicine um, all these three conditions have no cure they all three are just manageable or not even manageable you just have to keep applying the same topical steroidal creams and uh, take the physical medicines but you can't really do anything uh, which is what the doctor told me I have a different story as to what happened with each of my illnesses, but this is my first experience of when I got diagnosed with all three of them. So the first one was um, in grade nine, hypothyroidism. Uh, Eczema was when I was 10 and vitiligo was when I was 18. So all of them were pretty much in my teen years.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, Very strong, very, uh, very strong mind, especially uh, being diagnosed at a young age, uh, my first symptoms. We're nine uh, with MS. So I definitely understand being young and feeling like you don't fit in. Uh, ha, I definitely understand that part because you, you're different in your own way and uh, you express things differently. And it's different uh, when people are used to dealing and handling children with care. And I think people need to be more, met, uh, handle children with care because they really don't know what they're going through. And it's hard for children to get diagnosed too. So I think yes. that's important. The best thing I love about you is that you became an intuitive business coach. My question to you is You stated a little bit about how what made you become good. Can you please tell my kids and queens why and how you became a business coach? So I
0: think, and the
2: definition um, of an intuitive business coach versus just a business coach.
0: Yes, definitely. So, um this is a longer story, but Basically, I think um, me becoming a coach um, was really the gift of having illness. Illness gifted me the ability to look deeper, the ability to understand my spirit, the ability to ask questions like, why is this happening to me versus everyone else in school was uh, playing outside, having fun, eating whatever they wanted. Whereas for me, if I ate certain foods like gluten and dairy, I would get breakouts. I couldn't eat those foods as easily. I still can't. Uh, eat them all the time. Uh, I pretty much eat them only once a week, right? So um, I think being different made me question why my life was this way, right? When people were partying at 17, 18, I was completely not aligned to that lifestyle I was attending my spirituality classes at the age of 17 right so um, I got called by God at such a young age and people really kind of shame you for uh, you know wanting a spiritual path early because in India especially there's this notion that people do spirituality when they're 60 right like once you're done with life your kids grow up people then you know start going to temples and all of that right but when you go young, they're like, oh my God, why are you going so young? So I think my diseases gifted me the ability to look beyond uh, what was going on around with people partying and drinking. I didn't do any of that. Uh, I still don't. I, uh, I, I, So I think spirituality was the first um, deep experience that I had. Um, because of illness, I, when doctors would tell me that diseases are incurable uh, and they have no cause, uh, they just happen on their own. I did not understand that. Uh, I couldn't really believe that. Um, and they just told me it's genetic. It can happen to anyone, uh, you know. And it didn't make any sense to me, right? And when they told me, you know, you can't cure your skin conditions, you can't cure hypothyroidism, I the the, the logical person in me, you know, knowing how large the universe is and how gracious God is, I couldn't buy that. And that's when I started oh. my um, started my pursuit of the deeper answers. And I think that's when the seed of coaching was sown because I did a lot of inner child healing work. For those who know energy work where you go back to your childhood memories with a therapist and heal the root causes of the trauma that caused and created the illness at the time when it manifested so I did a lot of inner child healing I did a lot of past life healing for those who believe in karma and know that your soul has been traveling for long many many years or if you don't believe in that even ancestral healing where your ancestors have been carrying trauma like abuse like toxic relationships like all of that so I healed from the age of 17, I've been healing my inner child, ancestral trauma and all of that. So when I did my inner healing journey, I knew that disease cannot happen without a cause. There is a cause in my ancestors, my past life and my current life that has caused and created an ill body. And when I started healing that, my eczema is completely healed. I don't have any eczema no matter what I eat, how much stress I'm in, it never comes back, right? So um, I've, I've completely healed. it. And um if it comes, it's like one tiny patch, which will go off in a day, because I know how to calm myself down. So I healed it when people told me it's not possible, right? Um, My vitiligo is healing, it's 70% healed, it's only 30% left now. And I'm working on that as well with self love, with different modalities of energy healing. So uh, when I saw how possible that was, I knew that my intuition, my soul and my God was guiding me to heal in deep ways. And that's where the intuitive piece comes in is like, I can guide people to go to their root causes using meditation, inner child healing, past life healing, where we go to the root cause of where their trauma caused and created, and we heal that. And the manifestation of trauma, be it disease, be it, you know, um, you know, money blocks, be it um self-doubt, be it self-criticism, all of that can go away sometimes in just two, three sessions, right? So that's when my intuitive part of coaching came about. Um, and the business part of coaching came about is because. I've studied business. I have uh, helped uh, my family business scale. Right before COVID, I was talking about being in another business. So I helped scale that and double their revenue um, in a span of two years. So I knew that business is in me and intuitive right. healing is in me. And that's when those two combined. And I started coaching women entrepreneurs who have uh, who have gone through anxiety, physical or health trauma and are running a business, but they are very struggling to do it with ease, joy and alignment. So I empower women uh, coaches, healers, trainers, and um, heart-led leaders who have either have illness or have anxiety or uh, trauma to be able to build an easy and joyful business where we set up uh, habits, we set up mindsets, beliefs, energy practices, and structures and systems that support their body, uh, where they can work three four hours a day and work on their body and mind for three four hours a day and still build a successful life and business. So. That's how I landed up doing what I do as a combination of my business experience and my personal healing experience and my certifications in the healing space as well.
2: Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, I am, uh, not everybody is, but I'm like you. I'm also a believer in God. I also believe in ancestors. I believe that we do carry trauma, uh, past trauma, and trauma affects our bodies um, so I definitely agree. And that's the reason why I wanted to interview you. We had some of the insights, the same belief systems. What are some steps that you believe that people can, starting steps that people can take uh, with chronic illness that want to scale their, want to start their business? What are some, just some simple steps that they can say, we can't give out all your goodies, but just a couple steps that you think people could take?
0: Yeah. So I think with chronic illness, one of the biggest challenges is that our body feels like our enemy. It feels like our body never listens to us. It feels like our body is betraying us all the time. Like, you know, sometimes you meditate and you think, you know, your body is going to be calm that night and your body just flares up and you're like, how the hell did you flare up? I was so calm. I did so much for you. You're not listening to me, et cetera, et cetera. You almost are like yelling at your body the way you would yell at your partner or your child, right? It can become, like we people talk about toxic relationships outside themselves, but often for illness warriors, we have a toxic relationship with our bodies. Right. So I think the first step to starting a business is purging, releasing and alchemizing the shame, the anger and the frustration of being a chronic illness warrior. Because if you feel ashamed of your body, if you feel like you're not good enough, if you feel like your body is your enemy, you're not living in it fully. You're not embodied. You're not present in your body. You're almost dismissing it as an annoying person you can't get rid of right because people with illness just want to get rid of their body like can you just get lost like I want to live like I used to say this all the time right that I want to live as a soul why do I need this stupid body right so um and it's such a funny statement where people with illness will understand how they, you know they wish they could just leave their body aside and just yeah do whatever they, they wanted yeah. with their mind. Right. I
2: yeah. definitely understand because I used to say when I was moving like can I just leave can I move my body can I leave my body here and move, take a new body? To so the new house and or can I leave this old body here with the old clothes that I don't want anymore? Can I get exactly, rid of it? Exactly. So I I definitely you know, understand. I would
0: say this although I'm gonna leave my body. Can I just can I swap bodies? I don't want anyone anything else from someone. I just want their body. Can I just rent that's, it? Right? Yes. So, oh my god, right? So I think that's the biggest challenge is like when you know when we are not embodied because it's so painful to live in our body that uh, we are absent from it we're trying to run away from it therefore we can't fully live the life that we want because our body is the vessel we are born in and when you're running running away from the very vessel they are trying to create your dreams with it's impossible it's a constant conflict so I think for chronic illness warriors the first step is to really take a hard hard look or a soft loving look whatever it is that they're at in their journey at their bodies and really I think the biggest and the smallest, it's a small step, but it's a really big step for illness warriors is to look at their body every day in the mirror and have a conversation the same way uh, you would with a partner every morning, like, Hey, what's your plan for the day? etc. etc. So, what I did in my last two years of my healing journey is every single day I would stand naked, look in the mirror, and just look at every part of my body and just talk to it, like, Hey, how are you feeling? What's going on with you? um, you know, and look at really just look at it, like, look at the physical representation physical form of my body and just see what came up and for me it took me a year of crying yelling um, uh, grieving screaming um, writing breathing to you know to release the anger disgust shame uh, in my body because I felt so much anger and disgust for what my body had become so um, yeah I, I think that's like the biggest step I could take um, which was in incremental five minutes every day. So it was a small step on a daily basis. But when I look in a year, now I love my body. Uh, now I wear whatever I want, show up the way I want. I talk about whatever I want to because I released the shame. So I think for chronic illness warriors or for anybody who has had trauma, uh, it is stored in the body. Science says that trauma is stored in every cell of your body. Every cell of your body knows what you're feeling. Um uh, so I think first step is releasing that and looking at your body every day and talking to it so that you can let the emotions come up and release them. And then you would only then you would be ready to create a business or a dream, uh, your dream.
2: Oh, that was beautiful. Well, you have gave us some wonderful advice. Um, I, I want to know what does BD do? Because you're helping and you're empowering women and you have embraced your body. You have just got married. What do you do for self-love for you? For you? How do you self-love on your days off? What do you do because you're helping so many people, you're aspiring so many people. What do you do for you to make sure you're okay?
0: So I think well yourself because you deserve it. um, My self-love routine is a daily routine. It is something unmissable, non-negotiable. It is not something I do on Sundays. It is something I do every single day. So I just want okay. to put that out there that just like I'm breathing, my self drive routine is as important as breathing, right? So A, I take really sensual baths every day. So um, it may not be a 45 minute bath. It can sometimes be even five minutes, but my bath is my sacred time where I listen to music. I dance. I just feel my body. I'm very, very present to my body. I let, I feel the water running down my body. So even if I'm in pain, if I haven't slept the previous night, which happens very often uh, with an itchy body, um, uh, when, if, however bad my mood is, if I've cried all night, no matter what the state is, my bath time is my time dedicated to loving on my body, or just releasing emotions. So with the water, I let the emotions flow. So I think th- this is one thing I do every day, because obviously everyone has a bath every day. Um, so this is something you don't even need to skip because you Right. Don't even, right. Um, the second thing I do every day is um, I do my spiritual practice every day. So I do a certain kind of chanting, which is just 15 minutes. Uh, by choice, it's not uh, pre-told uh, to me by anyone. It's my personal choice. So this is something I do every single day, no matter how much pain I'm in or whatever's happening. Um, this is a very grounding practice. It reminds me of the fact that there is a God above. There is somebody you can surrender to, um, no matter how much pain, emotional or physical you're in. There is someone there taking care of you and loving on you, no matter what. So I think that's a great reminder for me to feel a sense of surrender when I feel loss of control and all of that, right? And um, so And it also strengthens my um, inner power as well, because, you know, the source always has so much to give you. Um, so these two are absolutely non-negotiable. I have about 20 habits I do every day. So if I tell you about <laughs> each of them, you'll go mad. But these two are. Those two, though, no, that's
2: fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, because you have to, you're the I keep on trying to tell people that the person that you spend the most time with all day is you. Yeah. So if you can't get yourself grounded and balanced, it's gonna be hard to take off to go anywhere if you are yeah. not grounded and balanced within yourself. And I love those daily practices. Um, I, first of all, let my uh, viewers know where they can find you at online, where they can reach out to you. Uh, my favorite part of my podcast is certify you once to be. But first let uh my viewers my keys the queens know where they can reach out to needy uh if they need the help and people you guys need her she's amazing
0: so uh, absolutely so just for people to know um i'm an intuitive business coach i work with women coaches healers trainers uh, and heart-led entrepreneurs who want to uh, basically build their business without anxiety, stress, and overwhelm. They want to build a business that works for their body, that works for their beliefs, that works for who they really are and not following some other coaches' structure. So what I can guarantee you is that I'm not going to be giving you any structure that you should be following. There's no XYZ, Niti system for success. Your, we are going to co-create your unique system for success that works for your body, your being, your beliefs, and your business. So it's going to be very, very customized to you. Um, and what we are going to do is you're going to go from feeling anxious, overwhelmed, frustrated, and really, really struggling to balance your health and well-being with your business Um, into making it super easy, joyful and fun for you, in fact, like, because I feel like chronic illness warriors uh, and even people with trauma miss out on fun because they're so um, sucked into their pain. So for me, What I do is help people connect with their higher self, their higher vision and dreams and ground in them every day so that they can create the business that they want and make money on their own terms. So these are the kind of people I love working with. And obviously, if you haven't already understood, you have to be intuitive and spiritual. Otherwise, you won't get me because I do a lot of meditations, visualizations and all of that beautiful, beautiful stuff. So yeah, that's, that's the kind of people I like to work with. That's what I do. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn and Facebook. I'm going to give my links to, uh, to you and then you can post them in the, um, in oh, the I definitely
2: will. That was definitely yeah. the plan. Okay. Well, this is my favorite part of the podcast. Needy, you have found self-love, self-care and self-healing all spiritually, uh, within yourself, you help others and you're so willing to share, the secrets of the promises of God of how we can self-care and help heal, and get people out of our own mind and into a healthier space. Uh, You are dedicated. You also have healed yourself with certain things. And I think that's important. And you show self-love and self-love, you have enough time for self-love and to help others. Uh, Dee, you are a strong individual, has faced these unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throw at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit brokenness. So I'm so honored to certify you, Dee, as a One Sick Beat. And thank, thank you, you so for good. coming on One Sick Beat Podcast, love.
0: It was so much fun. I love talking about these things. I'm uh, all about loving your body and building a life that's aligned with your body. Uh, yes. Because one of the biggest uh, mistakes that most entrepreneurs make is that they completely exclude their body in their business. They just go, go, go. They just keep listening to their mind and just keep it's on married. hustling. And when their body is left behind, they've forgotten to work out since six months. They've put on weight, they're binge eating. They have, uh, you know, they have less sleep. They keep waking up in the night to check their social media. Um, they don't have any time for themselves. They've Um, you know, they've stopped doing things for fun and joy and they're only focused on their clients and making money. And somewhere along the way, the joy is completely lost. So I'm all for uh, women uh, reigniting their femininity, loving their body again and having their body as an integral part of their business and their life.
2: Yes. Well, thank you, Didi, for coming on One Sick Beat. And Kings the Queens until next time. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
1: I know you crushed your life a couple times, but it's okay you are know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you own it. I know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. I know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile because they make you worth it. You already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You gotta adapt it to the pain and you got used to hurting. And you're the one that's needed help. You used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself. Now don't forget that you're always fighting always fighting for the get back and you always trying always grinding and i'm with that you're such a fighter and your strength is where your gifts at you know every day's a fight but every day you getting up to perform when you think there's nothing left you gotta know you got more let's not forget the guys the strongest soldiers to war God sent the strongest soldiers you know every day's a fight but every day you getting up to perform when you Got to know you got more. Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Yeah, God sent the strongest soldiers to war.